pleasantly surprised. Amen. Amen. And I, my hats are off to all of you who were here all day long. And yet you are here, but you know, the way of the world, they tailgate even hours before even a game. Can you imagine? So we gave honor to somebody that was worthy to tribute. And here we are. It's such, oh, I love the praise. The choir is so powerful. Amen. That doesn't come easy, praise God, praise God. And I, uh, this was the closest I could get sometimes. I, and I'm like, Brother Shosha, and I, actually, actually, some other plants fell through. They weren't second choice, but they were first choice after the failure of a plan. And uh, I was going to head up to Wisconsin, but my daughter's like, Dad, I, I'm not going to be there. I'm like, oh, after I made the plans, you know. So... I immediately thought of the show's fans, and I just wanted to come and be in service with you. Amen. Uh, I didn't ask him that I could preach, although I think in times past I have. I just wanted to be here, and then, of course, he opened the door for that, and I don't shy away from that because I do like to bring the word. But what a great time. I really didn't think I would be as emotional as I have been these last few days. Uh, but I'm just so thankful that we serve a great God and that God knows how to put us in our time of trouble in the right place. Sometimes we think we're in the wrong place, but really you're always in the right place. God knows. And Brother Shostrand and Sister Shostrand, they are so real and so humble, some so genuine. I know lots of people through my times and not everybody's like that. In fact, I was thinking last night, Brother Shostrand's taking me shopping, and he's pushing the cart. I don't know anybody that would do that for me. And I kind of felt like I wanted to grab the cart. No, 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 you shouldn't be. And he's like, no, push. And who does that? I mean, these guys are VIPs in Pentecost. respected all over the world and here he's pushing a grocery cart and trying to give me more food than I need so and the right kind of foods too and uh, so my heart is full just to be in the service and to watch you and then to see the faithfulness of all you that were here all day long and I promise I won't go a couple hours and I don't know how long I'll go but it won't be very long hopefully and I just love being in the atmosphere of this church full of love, full of grace, full of forgiveness, full of loving people. And that is very tremendous. The, the world can, can, they may have more money, more other stuff going on for them, but they cannot give more of the spirit-filled life. That's what we have. A lot of them have a lot of stuff, but they don't have the spirit-filled life that we have. And so, so good. And I think that's enough for now. And thank you so very much. Psalms 139. This psalm has been on my heart for, oh, a month or so. And I have keep diving into it. And uh, I'm sharing it. Sometimes I share it even in conversation. I just, it is a little overwhelming. I think it was trying to see how David... This one is particularly a Psalm of David. So what I'm going to do first is just read a first verse and the last two verses. And then in between we'll read in between the verses. But I hope that the Lord can talk to us. Let's start with Psalm 139 verse 1. 
David makes this proclamation as he is no doubt reflecting, O Lord, thou hast searched me and known me. And then by the time he gets done talking under all of this, he goes and finally says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts and see if there be any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. There was a certain direction that he wanted to make sure that he was in. He, he may not know known all the revelation, but he wanted to make it to this Jerusalem we're singing about. He, he understood that this was not a temporary passage. I, I mean, this was not just a temporary time, but it was an everlasting way. And so let's talk about the way everlasting. You may be seated. So the psalmist, of course, you know David, one of the great reasons why he is so well loved and at least one of my favorite is that he is real. I like realness. I like real people. Uh, I don't like phony people. And if you're one, I'm sorry I love you, but it's not really what I like. I like people who speak the truth, who are real about themselves. They're not trying to put on some kind of show or impressing me and all of that. But here is the David and he is expressing his heart and he is sharing, of course, in this psalm or whether he sung it or whether he just wrote a, like, it would be like a poem. But he's trying to tell others about what he has learned about God. He begins to talk about what we call the attributes of God, uh, the nature of God, the character of God. And he doesn't have the words that we have today, but in his expression, he is talking as what we use as a term of about his omniscience, that he is an all-knowing God. He talks about then his omnipresent, or that he is present everywhere, and then, of course, that he is omnipotent, that he is all-powerful. And he talks about a place. He talks about a way. He talks about a direction that one can abide and that he is desiring. That is his heart. Remember, he is a man after God's heart. He is yearning. He is desiring. It is his goal. It is his purpose is that he finds this path, this direction. Last night as I took the walk around Newark and I was going towards the golf course where the mounds were, uh, Brother Shoshan so nicely drove me a, a route that I could walk around, but I saw this sign and it said Pathfinder Routes hidden legends. And I'm like, wow, that sounds pretty good. I find some hidden legends. And it was a path that was designed to take you around, perhaps. I didn't finish it, to be honest, because it was longer than my walk wanted to be. But it did allow me to get my exercise. It allowed me to get my steps that I needed. And it allowed me to help build my health. And it was a route that was designed, perhaps, to do that and give you knowledge of the Indian mounds and so forth. And this is what David's talking about, that he's found a path. He, he's found a way that he's trying to get him to where it will be his everlasting path. It will be a time that will be there, not just in heaven in the future, but also all along his life. And this is not just here in this 2000, but as time goes on, there is a route that God wants to put us in, a way that all these attributes will be working in our lives. And so he begins to talk about that God is aware. 
Let's go to verse 2. Thou knowest my downsitting and mine uprising. Thou understandest my thought afar off. Thou compassest my path and my lying down, and art acquainted with all my ways. For there is not a word in my tongue, but lo, O Lord, thou knowest it altogether. Thou hast beset me behind and before, and laid thy hand upon me. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It is high. I cannot attain it. He's like saying, wow. This is too much to even grasp that God is aware of my life. That God is aware of everything about me. That I am never really alone, but that there is God around me somewhere. And he is aware of my feelings. He is aware of my aspect of life. And he has searched me. He doesn't have to have a detective. He doesn't have to get your friends to reveal something about you. He doesn't even have to do a Google search on your background. Because he already searched you. As a miner looking for gold and finding all the ins and outs about it. He knows you the very essence of you. That's why we don't need to hide from God. Because God already knows us. We don't need to be fake because God is no already knows a real us. He knows my physical activity. He knows my mental activity. He never misinterprets me. Oh, you know how it is sometimes people misinterpret us. But when you come and pray, he knows what you mean. You may not be able to say the words just right, but God knows what you're trying to say. He knows when you're just wanting to worship him. He knows when you're trying to seek his face. Whenever you begin to talk to God, he knows what you mean he knows my journey of life he knows all the wrongs he knows all the injustice he knows the hurts he knows the pains he knows the bullying he knows everything that has taken place in your life he knows my habits he knows my conversation he can't talk behind his back you know, people actually do that, but you can't whisper to somebody else about God because he's hearing you. You can't like, oh, I hope he doesn't hear that. No, he heard it. He not only heard it, he understood the intent. And so it is that that awareness and that knowledge. And you would think that that knowledge of him be aware would maybe be frightening. Because God knows everything about him, but yet not to him. Because even though, think about this, he is aware of you, he never stops loving you. If I knew your thoughts, I may not be your friend again. If I knew everything that, <laughs> that you did behind when I'm not around, I may not want to associate with you. But God knows everything about us. And look how we felt his presence tonight. Oh, we walk in here and who knows what's going on in our life. Oh, but God does know what's going on in our life. And he still sends forth the presence of God. He still sends a word to us. He still lets the song comes and touch our hearts. Because a true friend loveth at all times. Oh, it's hard for us to relate to that. Because all we know is humanity.
but he is God and he is aware. And then he goes and says, not only is he aware, but he is available. He is there to work in our life. Let's go on. Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or whither shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me, and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hideth not from thee, but the night shineth as the day. And the darkness and the light are both alike to him. There is no dark moment that can separate you from God. Uh, he is available to be in your darkest night. Uh, he is able to be when you're feeling like you're in heaven. Uh, and he's available to be when you feel like you are in hell. Uh, oh, no matter where you're up or whether you're down, he is available to touch you. Uh, he is available to answer your prayer. Uh, he's available that if you call on his name, that's as close, he's just as close as a mention of his name. Uh, he he is always available. He's not only aware, but he is also available to be used to help you. He can find me whatever kind of day I'm having. He's not limited by the spirit world. He's not limited by geography. And he's not limited by circumstance. Nothing can stop him from being where I am. But not only does he know where we are, but he knows the way out for us. Not only knows when we're in darkness, but he knows the way to light. Not only when he knows when you're in a dead end of your life, he knows how to open the door to that. Uh, he doesn't keep you there because he knows. Psalm 73, 26 to 28 said, My flesh and my heart fainteth, but God is the strength of my heart. And my portion forever, for lo, they that are far from thee shall perish. Thou hast destroyed all them that go whoring from thee. But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God that I may declare all thy works. Oh, they wonder why in the world, what was I doing? Uh oh, why in the world did I still come to church when I was at rock bottom? Uh, I could have said it was the injustice. It was not fair. I lived, but I knew one thing. If I come to church, God's going to help me find the way out of this. Uh, if I stay faithful in God, God will lead me out of this pit. Uh, God will not leave me in the pit. He will not leave me in darkness. He will not leave me in despair. God will help you to get out of all that. You just got to get in the way everlasting. Huh? You got to get in that way and follow that trail. When the signs say turn, you turn with it. Mm. Because he's there. And the last thing that he's talking about, not the last say, but he is able. But not only is he aware, and not only is available, but he is able to do what he needs to do to help you. He has that resources. Yeah, you can go to somebody poor and ask them for help and good luck on that one. They're going to go with you to the next person because they don't have that resources. But God has all the resources necessary. Yes. 
to help you. And listen to this then as he begins to talk in 13. For thou hast possessed my reins. Thou hast covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well my substance was not hid from thee. When I was made in secret and curious wrought in the lowest parts of the earth, thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect, imagine that, and in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned, when as yet there was none of them. How precious also are thy thoughts unto me! Oh God, how great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they are more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with thee. Yes. You understand that God is able to develop a human from the very beginning to the end of his life. Do you understand that God has that power to work in one's life and never stop working and developing in him? And though no matter what happens, he has the ability to make us individually wonderful and to give us potential to be a use and help in the kingdom of God. His design that he knows what he is able to do with you for good. And that his thoughts are only precious towards you. He knew when you fell. He knew when you was an honorary kid. He knew when you was disobedient. And he just kept on working. Because he knew what you could become. He never stops moving in our lives. Oh, sometimes we do our own thing, but he still knows. Oh, that if you want time, oh, if you'll give it all to him, he will turn it and he will work it and he will always use you when you give him to you. Amen. He knows your potential. He knows that when, oh, we get the spirit of God, that we become new creatures, that we can deliver from the curse of sin and allows us to be spiritually born and reshaped in him. If we all knew the life of these precious elders in this church when they were teenagers, we might be surprised. But when we see these precious elders in this church here on a Sunday after a funeral, and you know, I don't even know if I could do that. But they're here, what? They're coming, they've got the canes, and they got the limps. They got the bad hips and the bad feet and the bad headaches. But they're here. And God has saw them from the beginning. And he just kept working. And he kept working because he knew what he could do with them. Oh, aren't you glad that God knew what he could do with you? Oh, no wonder we can sing with gusto. No wonder we can worship him. No wonder we can get a little more energy sometimes uh, when we're tired. Because, oh, don't we realize how powerful he is. Uh, how powerful he's been. How wonderfully he's done. Uh, how oh, he has taken us in ourselves, And he has remade us. And he's taking control. Recently, a while back, and I'm just, man, my life's just full of adventures. And I've been in transitions and transitions of transitions. And I'm like, God, what is with you? Not that I would question God. But. 
Can you get me somehow synced up with your plan a little more smoothly? It doesn't Things are, you know, I get interrupted in one plan and goes to another plan. And the scripture came out to me and I just, Psalms 9, 4, for thou hast maintained my right and my cause. And like you, when I read that, I thought, what in the world does that mean, you know? Sometimes you read King James, you're like, well, can I resurrect King James to come and help me with this English? Finally, I kept reading a million interpretations and versions, and I finally came up with something that I understood. And it said, you took over and set everything right when I needed you. You were there taking charge. I've been there. I didn't understand it. And then Brother Joseph, I said, Brother Joseph, all I know to do is, I told other people, come to the pastor, and you're the pastor here. I didn't even know Brother Shostran. Because I trusted God. And God knew where I was, and he began to take charge. The key to stay in this everlasting way that started with you is to continually, the last word is allow. He has all these attributes working for us. He's everywhere and aware of us. And that word aware is, is not just aware, but he cares about us. He's aware because he cares about us. He's always available. He's so close to you in every situation. He's never far. He's, he's right there. And then he has the power to move in your life. Yes. The only thing that has to happen is we have to allow it. Yes. We can be stubborn at times. I'm, maybe not in Ohio. Maybe not in Newark. But all this he's ever been to. There's a lot of stubbornness in humanity. We feel like we know what to do and we And so then that's why David prays this ironic prayer that seems like oxymoron that he just told us in verse 1, thou hast searched me and known me. I mean, he's already doing that. God's already done it. And then he prays what? He prays those last two verses and says, Search me. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's already searched you. But what he's saying is, I need to know about what you found. You've already searched me. You already know it. I need you to share, you know. It's in your Dropbox, but I need to share with me what you found. Because I want to walk in that everlasting life. I don't want to go to my death with not being in the way that God designed for me my whole life. I don't want to end up taking my life and doing it my way. Let Frank Sinatra do it, but I don't want to do it my way. I want to do it God's way. I want to make sure that it's...
not my thinking, but it's, it's God's thinking. Because if I get God in my life and he's leading me, I'm going to find a way that's, oh, uh, the old way that's been going for a long time. And the people of God have been marching to Zion. Uh, the people of God have been marching to an eternity with God forever and ever and ever. Uh, our hope is not in this world. Our hope is not in our possessions. Our hope, oh, our hope is eternal. Uh, our hope is forever. Our hope is forever. So, his first thing to get to that way, he says, Lord, search me and know my heart. Reveal it to me. Test me. Tell me my thoughts. You know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked. That, that word always makes us sound that that can be us because that's a kind of an ugly word. There's no wickedness in us, right? If there be any uh, offensive way. If there be anything in me that's going contrary to your way. Make sure that God, somehow I'm not going my way. That I am going your way. I, I need to separate myself from that which is opposite of God and his principles. I need to be careful about my life and what I participate and what I do and what I see and all that stuff. Not because somebody's going to like take you home, but because we want to be in the way everlasting. Psalms 119, 101, I have refrained my feet from every evil way. Why? That I might keep thy word. Because your word is pointing me the direction to the way everlasting. That, man, I'm walking over the place. I don't, I, I've been around Newark and I walked probably, I drove some of those streets. And the arrow all of a sudden turn left. Like, okay. There doesn't seem to be nothing but, but dogs barking on this street. Are those the legends? Are these like somehow Indian dogs from way back? That generational? And then I turn another way. And, but eventually I got to some other like mounds. Sometimes when you're walking this way, you don't know where you're going. And sometimes you come to church and you don't even feel anything. Can you imagine? Sometimes you're walking, we got elders in here, you've been walking a long time, but you certainly don't want it in now. You don't want to get so tired that you just quit thinking about God's way. But all along the way, we keep walking and we allow ourselves to be searched and expose that wickedness or that offensiveness in me. And David saying, let me in on that knowledge. Show me my deep heart. I don't want to be in denial. Denial is such an easy thing. Often when we are approached by somebody, no, that's not true. That's not me. I mean, if 10 people tell you the same thing, take a hint. Something's not quite right, probably. God uses people and his leaders and his pastors to help us because sometimes we can't see clearly. It's hard to look at ourselves honestly. But when we do, Brother Sosa, thank you. He had to share with me my wrongs, my, 
And so it was. Praise God. When David wants to be honest, is there any lust of the eyes in me? Is there any lust of the flesh in me? Is there any pride of life in me? Oh God, I just want to walk because I want your presence everywhere I am. I want to be aware that you're there. I want to be able to call on your name and know that you're available to help me. In a moment's notice, here comes a car towards me. I can just say Jesus and something can happen to help me in that time. Oh, I want to know that his power is right there working when I can't do it, when I can't get it, and that he can touch me, that he can heal me, that he can deliver me, that he can do something that I can't do. I want to live in that way. I want to live under that umbrella. I want to live in that presence. Oh, I want, I, that's why we come, because we want that working in our life. I want to live in the way everlasting, that ancient way, the way you have designed for me for the beginning. The blessed way doesn't mean it's not free from hardship or wrongs, but it's full of peace and joy and living right. And so it is. That's the way I want to go. You like to stand with me? Simple tonight. This is a what, 100-year-old church? Wow. You guys almost could say you don't even need the word anymore, right? <laughs> but we do need it. We do need it. I've been in ministry like, I don't know how long ago that's been now. I've been in a long time. Never dream. We never know. Uh, you live older, you start seeing friends, people get cancer. Sickness comes quickly. You never know when something's going to come that brings you to that time towards a finality. I don't want to wait till tragedy comes. To know that I need help in following God's way. I don't want God to ever think that I don't want to know. But I want my heart, I want the, the spotlight to shine on me. Show me your ways. Show me your ways. Lead me by your way. Let me every time the preacher preaches listen to what are you speaking to me today. Don't ever lose sight of what when you're involved and we work so much. And don't ever lose sight that we still have to have that relationship. We still have to have that experience. We can't allow anything to stop us from making sure, oh God, I'm in tune with you. I'm in sync with you. I'm doing it because of you, God. I don't want to get in my own way ever. But I want to walk in the presence of a God that is everywhere. And a God that has all the power. And he's everywhere with all the knowledge. And he's my God. And I'm walking under that. 
and I'm walking directed by him into that way everlasting. Thank you for coming tonight. It wasn't in vain because God is looking at you and God is leading you. And maybe right now you're going through some twists and turns and he's wanting to confirm, I gotcha. I gotcha. I know what the turn is next. I got a sign. If you listen, I got a sign and direction that said, this is the way you need to turn now. You got a man right here. This is the way you need to turn. You got a lady right, sister right here. You, this is the telling us, directing us. Oh, would you lift your hands with me right now? God, thank you for the spirit of God that we have felt in this place. Thank you, God, for these faithful people. But it's to the faithful people that you, God, keep talking to. It is to the faithful people that you keep directing. It is to us that are faithful that you want us to know. Oh, God, that you are aware, that you are available, that you are able. Just allow us, God, to give you all that we have. Don't let us ever cut back. Don't ever let us be afraid. Don't let us have full of doubts and worries. But we're trusting because you've watched us since birth and you are directing our ways as long as we allow you. In Jesus' name. Oh, I'm going to open the altars again tonight. Oh, this is a good place to, to come. And let's end this great day today. Long day, but a great day. And let's leave here knowing that God is talking to us. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. I pray for your blessings upon each and every person here tonight. God, I pray for this church that has been such a haven of rest. Oh, God, for so many. But don't let us, God, ever forget. Don't let us ever start getting in our own God way. But oh, let us keep seeking you, God. Let's keep walking in your way. Oh, God, you made us so wonderfully. We stand in all of you, God. How you know how you want us oh you love us oh God you love us we are a love people we want to follow you God we want to listen to your voice every day 